This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern with Jim Valley. And we got a lot to get into today because it is Wednesday here on the show. And you know what that means tonight? AW Dynamite. We're going to talk about that show. And overshadowing tonight's Dynamite is actually the ticket sales for the all-in show at London's Wembley Stadium. We're going to give you the update on tickets sold, the gate, all of these records they have broken with this show as we get going. It's going to be a business show today for a while because we not only have that, but we also have WWE did their investors call today, which is interesting because it is the first since announcement of their upcoming merger with Endeavor. So we're going to tell you how WWE did over the past year. We've also got notes on the Raw rating for Monday night, which is interesting because SmackDown and Raw were the first two nights, I guess the only two nights. I guess that's not right because they had the uh, supplemental draft as well. But anyway, SmackDown was a draft show. Raw was a draft show. And we noted that in years past, everyone's like, oh, you know why they do this? They do it for ratings. And I said, well, you know, the last couple of years, this draft hasn't been a thing for ratings. And then SmackDown occurs, and SmackDown does a giant number, 2.5 million viewers for SmackDown. Then it's like, all right, well, I was wrong. People did care about the draft. Well, then Monday came along, which is also a draft, and it did just a number. So, uh, yeah, there was competition on Monday. There was also competition on Friday. So all things equal, for whatever reason, people cared about the draft on SmackDown, and on Monday they didn't care about the draft really at all. So we'll give you those numbers here today. Plus, uh, Trinity talks about uh, WWE. WWE has a new Olympic signing. Sonya Deville's man who attempted to kidnap her 15 years in prison. And, of course, your NXT report. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. certain chronic conditions such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, 
and you're 19 years of age or older. 52. 36. 42. You may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800 That's 800-390-5160. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Fellow here says, I want to see Brian's opinion on just five guys. All right. You know what I'm saying? Well, what do you think? They're all right. If I say they're any better or worse, it kills the gimmick. Because they're just five guys. So they're they're doing a hell of a job at it, though. Uh, They're just five guys, Mike. They're doing all right. Doing all right. All right. right. Speaking of doing all right, Mm -hmm. AW head Tony Khan gave an update on ticket sales and gate revenue for all in at Wembley Stadium. Did you guys watch uh, NXT last night, by the way? Did you see that? 
They had a segment with Robert Stone and Von Wagner. And Robert Stone's trying to learn more about old Wagner. And he's looking through a photo album. And Von Wagner has all these photos of his father, who was one of the Beverly brothers. And Robert Stone's looking at all the photos. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, man, look, look at this one. And Von Wagner goes, yeah, Wembley Stadium. 1992, they fought for the WWF tag team titles. And Robert Stone turns the page and goes, My God, look at that crowd at Wembley. <laughs> like, huh, how about that? And then, and then, just to make sure that I feel like a horrible person, after that Braun Strowman deal a couple of weeks back, he's looking through the photo album and he also goes, Hey, w w what's this? And he points to what appears to be a picture of Von Wagner as a baby. Von goes, don't want to talk about it. And Robert Stone goes, no, what is it? What is that picture? And Von Wagner slams the thing shut, and he goes, I don't want to talk about it. I'm out of here, and he walks away. And then, after he leaves, Robert Stone opens up the uh, photo album, and it appears that uh, when he was a child, Von Wagner had a very, very serious brain surgery. There's a scar going from ear all the way up to his forehead, all the way down to his other ear. I thought, you mean all this time that uh, making comments about his brow, it turns out this was as a result of a very serious brain surgery when he was a child? Like, could I feel any worse the last couple of weeks? So anyway, we'll find out more about Von Wagner. But speaking of Wembley and that big crowd, at noon Eastern, Tony Khan tweeted, they have surpassed 43,000 tickets sold, over 5.7 million in gate revenue. The event is still in pre-sale mode as the public on sale doesn't begin until later this week. That would be Friday. Yesterday in the morning, it was at 36,000 and 4.7 million. So they sold another 7 million or 7,000 uh, since then. And it will be, regardless of if they sell one more ticket, they will be still the highest in company history by a wide margin, both for gate and for attendant or attendance. So uh, that's the update so far. Anyone still talking about how this is uh, a poor number? How they're doing bad? We still got that, or have we kind of moved on? Moved I don't on? Know. Has Mike Coppinger tweeted yet about his scale and what he thinks about the deal? Yeah, you know his brain is scaled for forty <laughs> IQ points. I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. Oh man! But anyway, there you go. Then we got the WWE news. WWE announced $297.6 million in revenue. That's all, Actually, that's the uh, revenue and operating. Let me start over again. So I don't write these articles. I just try to read it. Say it. $297.6 million of revenue and $53.1 million in operating income. Got it? Okay. The revenue number down by 11% year over year due to, and I quote, a shift in the timing of the staging of a large-scale international event which occurred in the first quarter of 2022 but is expected to occur in the second quarter of 2023. They're talking about Saudi Arabia. These Saudi Arabia events are so lucrative that one event being shifted results in a 11% year-over-year revenue decline. Yeah, they make so much money, yeah. Area Manual will shift his morals. $60.8 million 
was the uh, revenue they generated from one event in Saudi Arabia last year. $60.8 million mm-hmm. for a, a show. Yeah. Why do you think they're getting a world championship tournament? Why do you think they get bent over backwards for all this stuff? You know, They bend over backwards to give them all that stuff. That's why. This is all about the dollar. So, Let's see. During a Q&A portion of the investor's call... Nick Khan revealed the exclusive media rights negotiating window for both Fox and NBCU was about a month each. The window opened on April 1st. That would indicate more news would be coming soon as related to outside parties being able to bid. When it comes to interest from outside parties, Khan reiterated exclusive means exclusive. Company touted quarter one North American ticket sales revenue. Ticket sale revenue up 52% year over year. 37% increase in average attendance. Overall revenue up uh, 23.1 million in quarter one. I'm sorry, it's up from uh, 23 to 32. So uh, 50 ticketed events in North America. Last year was uh, 53. So it's not like they did more events. They just sold way more tickets for all of their events that they they had this year. So, you know, for people that are trying to claim that, in fact, WWE is not hotter, it actually is significantly hotter year over year than it was a year ago. Let's see. Domestic unique viewership on Peacock increased 31% year over year. Global unique viewership increased 29%. Merchandise sales up 20% year over year, which uh, that's 20%. Last year, they they set the the all-time record for attendance. This year, they were 20% higher than the previous all-time record. And we have a sponsorship for WrestleMania did very well. 7% increase in viewership for both Raw and SmackDown. Significantly outperforming overall cable and broadcast television, which declined 15% and 6% respectively. So television overall is down year over year. WWE is up. They're going to make a lot of money on this next deal. We have uh, consumer product revenue increased to 39.3 from 32.2 last year, which is a giant increase over a previous record. They uh, Oh, here's bad news. If you're looking for bad news, Riddick said they expect to save between 50 and $100 million post-merger. You know what that means, don't you? Mm-hmm. That means between UFC and WWE, they're going to be doing between 50 and $100 million in cuts. I guess that's not entirely true necessarily because some of that savings could be, you know, we can we can sell off some of this equipment and use this equipment for these shows. So it's not all personnel that will be the result of of fifty two hundred million in cuts, but there's going to be cuts. You got to look at the human aspect of that. And I, you know, look, we talked about how swollen these rosters are, and I know you're not particularly, you know, I'm not sure how exactly how you feel about this, but. I can see with these call-ups that were made and some of the call-ups that were made where you kind of scratch your head. I wonder if in June that we don't get, or July or something like that, that we don't get one of those post-WrestleMania bloodlettings. And I'm not looking forward to it. I don't want to say it's going to happen, but it certainly feels like it may. We have got uh, WWE media rights with Sony and India will be worked on following the merger with Z. They did Elimination Chamber in Montreal because they're negotiating with Rogers on a renewal of TV rights in Canada that was signed in 2014. WWE will be unaffected by the Writers Guild strike. That mm-hmm. includes an EAW programming. 
He said uh, he expects sales and sponsorship to grow post-merger. There have been no reach-outs to UFC sponsors as of now. More sections are being opened up for SummerSlam at Ford Field. And he confirmed WWE received a seven-figure subsidy for bringing backlash to Puerto Rico this weekend. Previously reported as $1.5 million by Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics. So uh, this place is on fire. It is. You know, that writer's strike is going to be interesting, too. I'm not sure if we've had some sort of strike like that since we've had, you know, streaming come into the forefront. But with streaming bigger than ever now, it'll be interesting to see if wrestling and other non-scripted shows really make out in this or if people just go back and start binging on things because they have the access to it. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 
800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, I should note, we're going to do the world-famous NXT report coming up in the next segment. And, of course, we had the world-famous Raw report up yesterday. But if you subscribe to me on Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, I used to be called Super Followers. But I guess that was just too cool. So now they're just called subscribers. But if you subscribe to me on Twitter, one of the new things I'm doing for my subscribers is I'm going to send all my TV reports to them via a Google Doc. So if you miss the old TV reports in Figure 4 Weekly, which no longer exists, well, you can get those TV reports as a subscriber on Twitter. Sent out the Raw report yesterday, and uh, NXT and AEW will be going out later on tonight. So you can follow along. Same notes I use for the show here. They're pretty detailed, let me tell you. They're pretty much full television reports for these shows. So it'll be Raw, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite. Yesterday, that uh, Taichi and Shingo match got put in there with the uh, Raw report. That was a little bonus. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'll tell them. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, if that was Oreo. Or- Oreo wants me to let you know that today is the last day of Give Big. So, you know, if you could do that and actually do your part in getting the word out about Whale Scout, he would really appreciate it, you know, as a whale. Well, anyway... So as I talked about in the opening segment here, SmackDown, everybody was interested in the draft. That show did 2.5 million viewers for the draft. After all I talked about the last week or so about, hey, you know, the draft didn't do much for numbers of late. Well, it did a huge number for SmackDown on Friday, 2.5 million viewers. So uh, then it's like, oh, man, Raw's going to do a huge number, man. People love this draft. And then it didn't. Raw did 1.78 million viewers. At a .54, that's down from the last several weeks with the draft. So, you know, we do these ratings and everything like that, and, man, I can't explain anything. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if people care or not. Maybe they maybe they had their one draft show, and they were like, all right, I'm over it. Everybody else, who cares? But, uh, yeah, they had competition, but guess what? There was competition Friday, too. So you can't just say it was only the competition. They both faced strong sports competition. But SmackDown did great, and Raw did uh, substandard of late. The hourly numbers, uh, 1.84 million first hour, 1.87 million second hour, because it's, uh, you know, because of the daylight savings time or stand. What is this? Is this daylight savings time or standard time? Is this standard daylight time? Savings. No, we're in savings time right now. We want it to be standard time, but no, it's savings I, time. I think we were in standard, we're in standard time now. And daylight savings, they switch those clocks. Spring forward, fall back. No. Well, yeah. What does now. that do with standard or savings? We're in savings time now. Is it savings time or standard time? Who knows? It's not Greenwich Mean Time. Apparently. Nobody has any. That's something totally different, you geek. 
Nobody knows. Yes, this person says uh, savings. Just what I thought. No, this person says standard. Savings. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You know, when no one knows something, maybe you should get rid of it. Anyway, (laughs) 1.84 million first hour, 1.87 second hour, and 1.62 million for the third hour. The third hour of Raw with, you know, was it Seth Rollins, Solo Sokoa? They they advertised all night. And, you know, whatever's going to be next on the draft. So, yeah, I can't explain it, everybody. I can. Basketball and hockey. That's what that was. That interest in other things taking precedence. That's the bottom line. That's that's it. It was live sports. I don't know what dramas or Vanderpumps or those types of shows came on, but I do know that sports, like New York and New Jersey, you know, for hockey going on, yeah, there was a ton going on, so... I don't know. I think it really just comes down to that. It's the same thing with Rampage and and the dealings with it's just you're not going to beat playoff sports in North America, especially not if it's the NFL and if it's not the NBA. So uh, it seems people think we're in daylight savings time now, which is what because I thought. We are. We are. But my my. So wait a second. You're telling me that you prefer standard time where the no. days are shorter and it's darker. Is that I what you didn't said? say that. I never said that. I just said it's daylight savings time now. And in fact, I'm for it. I'm for keeping daylight savings time all the time. Yeah, we should. We should. These short days in the winter suck. It's, it absolutely sucks to go pick up your kid from school and you walk her home. And by the time you get home, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold and it sucks. Yeah. It's not 1938 anymore. We don't need this. Hawaii never used it. They were smart. Actually, uh, they they do. Or no, they don't. You're right. They don't. They don't. Yeah. But the farmers need light. It's not like there's no light. <laughs> do, you, do you guys realize that when you switch the clock, there's actually the same amount of light? It's just the, the time the clock shifts? You realize that, right? You're not actually saving light. You're, you're switching the clocks. Okay. These are the same people that believe when you go over the international dateline that, you know, you've actually lived more lives. This is how Hulk Hogan had 500 matches in one year. Well, of course, there's less light in winter, but not because you changed the clock. That'd be pretty cool if I could change the clock and the sun would just abide by my clock changing. That would make my life a lot easier if I could control the weather by adjusting a mechanical clock. Hmm. The sun god, Brian Alvarez. Let's see. Trinity was on Busted Open. She said, the doors are open for me everywhere. Literally everywhere. But I truly feel that impact is the best choice for me at this point in my life right now with what I want to do. Just to be able to work with the talent there, I feel it's where I'll be happiest and most utilized. Really get to grow in the ways that I feel I need to right now in this wrestling journey. Ultimately, I left WWE that day because of the way I was talked to and handled. Everything kind of just broke me that day. It had nothing to do with anything else, anybody else. That was just it. I had to. To go through all the backlash, negativity, lies, and rumors, and then to also just kind of feel lost, it broke me. Probably the lowest I've ever felt in my life, but going through that, it made me reset and face it head on and figure out how to learn from this experience, grow from it, just find myself in all of it. So uh, she's now in Impact. You want to yell at her again about not sticking to her contract? I didn't yell at anybody. I didn't yell at anybody about not sticking to a contract. When all that was going on, 
You know, it's like you don't know what happened there. And again, we really don't. We only know one side, which is the little bit the Trinity said there. But like some people hit their breaking points. And I know that they're you got to stick to your contract. And they what? But again, nobody knew what the story was. Nobody even knows what the story is exactly now about how she's been treated or things that she's heard or things that have been said to her. Same thing when it comes to Mercedes. So I know that there were people that jumped right out there of like that was the one tack that they took of you should have you shouldn't have walked out and you sh maybe not. But you know if you're unhappy at a job and you're done with it and they were done with it, I'm cool with quitting. You know you should not stay in a place where you're miserable or where you're looked down upon or talked to like garbage. Period. Well, I think that the issue that people had was not that they left. Like, the issue wasn't that they weren't allowed to quit. The issue was that a lot of people were really upset because they showed up and then left everybody high and dry by walking out, like, five minutes into the show or whatever. Where, the people were upset. Can you, can you pick your breaking point? Well, Do no, you but you can finish the happen? show and leave. That's what people said. They weren't upset that they left. They are upset, like, do the show. Like, don't leave your coworkers high and dry. They're supposed to work with you tonight, and it's been advertised, and you're supposed to be there. Just do that and then leave. That's fine. Nobody would have had any problem with that. They were upset that, like, there was a show, and they, they showed up for the show, and there was a match schedule or whatever, and then they just walked out on everybody. It was not a universal thing, though, where 100% of the people there, you know, were, like, that upset about them leaving. I think that got blown out of proportion, too, as far as, you know, how angry the entire locker room or the entire production staff really was. I don't know how upset everybody was. But I know there were people upset. There were. That's what I said. I didn't say everybody. I didn't say humanity. Other people might have said whatever, but that's just what happened. That was a factual statement that it happened. Why everyone was it mad happened. at me for that, I don't know. Should I lie? Everybody was overjoyed when they walked out. Oh, man, I would have gotten in real trouble if I would have said that one. Boy, would I ever. Man has been sentenced to 15 years in jail for the attempted kidnapping of WWE star Sonya Deville. Fox 13 reported on Tuesday, Philip Thomas was sentenced to 15 years for the attempted kidnapping, which took place in August of 2020. Prosecutors said that following repeated threatening text messages on social media, Thomas drove from South Carolina to Florida with a knife, zip ties, and duct tape with the intention of kidnapping Deville. Surveillance footage from her home shows her checking on a sliding door after her alarm system was triggered. Footage could then be seen of Thomas walking into the house looking for DeVille, who managed to flee her house and then with then fellow WWE star Mandy Rose in a car. She took time off after uh, SummerSlam 2020, lost a loser leaves WWE match against Rose, et cetera, et cetera. Do you remember, like, this story is not funny, but what's ridiculous is that she was going to do, remember she was going to do like a hair match? And all of a sudden it was decided, you definitely can't do a hair match because you don't want to show up on the stand with no hair. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? All this evidence here, and it's like, well, if you show up with no hair, that guy may walk. So anyway, back in a moment, Observer Live. Andy 
Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I to get started. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at CollectibleExchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's CollectibleExchange.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, let's talk about NXT here, so I don't have to talk about anything else. All righty. Hey, if you want these notes, you can subscribe to me on Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. Man, oh, man. <laughs> do, you, do you know how many notes I wrote for a show like NXT? One, do you break two, them down by segment? Three, four, yeah, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 
21. 21 segments on this NXT show. 21 segments. All broken down by segment. Bolded. I mean, it's quite a report here, everybody. So it opens up with Wes Lee and Drew Gulak for the North American title. And I would say this match was fine. They did not get a ton of time. But uh, the story here was that Wesley beat him. And they, of course, had Charlie Dempsey out there and Tyler Bate, and they tried to get involved, et cetera, et cetera. So Wesley wins. And then afterwards, Tyler gets in the ring, and he raises his arm in victory. And, man, he does not – it's not even subtle. He's just leering at this title belt. So Tyler wants a shot, apparently, at his buddy's title. Voodoo ladies said they had one last seance tonight, which is not a seance. It's a match with Katana and Casey. Trick Williams does a promo. Carmelo's still in the hospital after Braun Breaker speared him through a wall. And uh, if you guys saw that spear through the wall last week, this, this dude shouldn't be back for like three years. That was brutal. So he does his promo about him and Melo been together all the way since high school together. And uh, there, he says, you know what? We all know Melo don't miss, but when he does, Trick's coming with that rebound. I mean, they're going strong that he's this guy's best friend. So I don't think this is going to end up well for old Carmelo. And then Braun came out, and uh, he wants to know if he's going to accept Carmelo's challenge for Battleground. And once again, Braun, who didn't get drafted, by the way, Braun's essentially saying, I don't want the belt. I don't want to represent these fans ever again. But you know what? I will humiliate this guy in his home seat in front of his friends and family, so yes, I accept. And uh, essentially, they're going to do uh, Braun Breaker versus Trick next week, and Braun has threatened to break him in half. J.D. McDonald's doing a promo. Noam Dar rushes in. Noam Dar wants him to take out Dragon Lee's kneecaps, and J.D. says, listen, you ran from me with that cup, so how about you get out of here, or I'm going to take that cup with me to Raw. We had Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. Dude, these two are cursed. They're just cursed. They were together for, what, 18 months, two years or something as Toxic Attraction? Every time they're in the ring together, nobody cares one iota about them wrestling. This crowd is absolutely, positively dead. The match is not very good. And then uh, Gigi, you know, the story was that her brother Miles was going to be at ringside. <laughs> and old Miles is there. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's her shoot brother. Like, everybody was singing like it was going to be some one of the wrestlers in disguise. I'm pretty sure this was her brother. He did virtually nothing except cheerlead. And then finally, uh, Gigi makes a comeback, and she starts kicking Gigi in the face. But she shoot Buster wide open, and then they, like, immediately have to go home. And so JC kicks her and pins her, and then beats her up afterwards and slaps her around in front of Miles. There were two segments on the show where somebody ended up covered in blood. And uh, apparently there's a new rule that uh, WWE talent are not allowed to take pictures of their injuries. And there is an absolute, you are not allowed to take pictures of any blood whatsoever. So uh, I guess they don't want anyone to be making shirts or something like that with their image. We had Axiom and scripts. So... You know, the easy thing would have been is just to announce this as a mask versus mask match. But instead, they just build it as a match. So, like, nobody really cared all that much. 
And then Axiom ends up uh, hitting his golden ratio, pinning him. And afterwards, they get in this brawl. Scripps tries to cheap shot him. And Axiom just grabs him and unmasks him. Okay? So this bloke has been unmasked. And this was straight out of, like, WCW or, or, or TNA. Like, he gets unmasked, but you don't see his face. He falls down on the ground. Booker yells, what did he, what did he say? Do you know who that is? But then he doesn't tell us. They don't get a close-up of the guy. And the only reason you know is if either you knew or you listen to the fans chanting Reggie's name. This was the worst unmasking I think I've ever seen in the history of wrestling. Like, it was the only ones, the only ones, you know, comparable are when you unmask a guy, but you actually don't want the people to see who he is. Like, someone gets unmasked in Mexico and they go like this. That's essentially what they did here. But it was supposed to be an actual unmasking. It was, this was ridiculous. Then we have Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon all at the bar. Oh, no. I know where this is going. And, you know, the virgins apologizing. Oh, you don't have to apologize. He says, well, I want to thank you guys. And, and you know, he says, I learned I learned a lot from Kiana. And the fornicator's like, well, you know, we can't talk about that right now. You can tell me later. He thinks he's talking about fornicating. And uh, the virgin goes, no, I'm not talking about that. Because he's a virgin. He goes, you know, I, I was, you know, maybe, Fallon, maybe, if you just talked your parents into bringing in an investor, or if you sold, like, part of the land here, you know, they could live on that for the rest of their lives. And the fornicator and Fallon and Hinn are like, my God, what a, what an absolutely brilliant thing you've just said. I'm like, that was brilliant? It was like, get an investor or sell some land. I mean, hello? This Fallon is a horrible businesswoman. Wasn't so anyway, it her parents' bar? Shouldn't they know they're sitting on a gold mine? Apparently, apparently they don't. And this virgin is like a genius now. He's a virgin and a genius. Dragon Lee and J.D. McDonough. He's totally going back to her. This was quite, the, uh, quite a great match there by the end. Although they did botch the finish. Uh, JD's finish is an exploder, but because he's a small guy and it is a suplex, in order to try to make it look more devastating, his opponent has to be down. And then, like, he yanks him by the arm and they fly in the air and then he hits the suplex in midair. Uh, they botched it. Made it do it twice. But other than that, it was a very good match. Noam Dar interfered to set up the finish. And listen, I know they're doing a Dragon Lee Noam Dar feud. But, brother, J.D.'s going to the main roster, and in no universe, and there's infinite universes, I've been told, by virgin geniuses, in no known universe should Dragon Lee have done a job here. But he did. We had a Caden and Katana meeting. I didn't know Caden was not a hugger, but she's not. Then we had a schism meeting backstage. And these are the exact words that I wrote about this meeting. Preposterous dialogue unworthy of recapping. Clips of various women being beaten up at NXT. This is a dangerous place. You can add Wendy Chu to the list of those legitimately injured. And then we had Joe versus Joe, where if Joe won, his blokes got a championship match. Joe won. 
it was uh, fine. It was Joe Gacy and Joe Joe. Uh, I wrote Joe Gallus, but that's not actually his name. But he's from Gallus, and his name is Joe. But anyway, and then Ava got involved, and then after the match, Ivy Niles watching backstage, and she says, "I am sick of Ava always getting involved. I must take care of this." And she storms out of the room. Did I miss a segment, or did she like never do anything? No, she didn't do anything. Okay. She just got mad. She got upset and, and stormed off, and the Creed's kind of laughed, yes. Okay. We had a segment with Damon Kemp and Eddie Thorpe. They're going to have a match. Then we had Danny Palmer and Tatum Paxley. Hey, be fair there. Damon Kemp was great in that I segment. said he was great for like a year. I'm like, I... why is the other guy called up to the main <laughs> roster and this dude's stuck in developmental? I know it. He's fan. Look, he's great. And I think that feud, you know, not flashy or anything like that, but I can't, I'm really looking forward to those two's matches. So Danny Palmer and Tatum Paxley. Hey, listen, everybody. They let's, like Danny Palmer. Let's just, let's just, let's just, you know, I thought the match was fine. Especially for a debut. Danny did a good job in a debut. But, dude, it's the same thing. I I mean this, like, how many many gymnasts do we need doing gymnastics and matches? You know what I'm saying? If you have one one Sol Ruka, and her gimmick is everything she does is gymnastics, okay? You know, fine, whatever. We have at least three now, and it seems like they just keep signing more and more and more and more. When one person just does gymnastics in their wrestling, it's it's something unique. You know what I mean? I think their feeling is, well, you're a gymnast, like let's let's do something unique. Like, can you do this or whatever? But now you've got like four or five, all doing the exact same thing. So now it's not even unique at all. It's like they're all doing the exact same thing: low level wrestling and a bunch of gymnastics. I mean. I don't get it, dude. Is it like we're going to have them all and then we're going to cut like four of them and there's going to be one remaining? <laughs> What's the idea here? But anyway, her finish, for those of you that uh, know gymnastics, she does a Shushanova off the top rope. What? Yes, it's a gymnastics move because this match was all gymnastics moves. Although, you know, she did, she took some bumps and she sold a little. She was fine, but now it's like every woman is just doing nothing but gymnastics. It's not special at all anymore. We had Chase U Nuttiness, Duke. Duke Hudson took over because Andre's not there. And uh, he notes that Duke University has a good ring to it. Then the main event was the Voodoo Ladies and Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Uh, man, this was like this was like the Monday Night Wars. We had a Raw team versus a SmackDown team for the NXT titles. Whoa. It was like Mike Awesome versus Taz or whatever. <laughs> so the match was fine, but it was very choreographed. And we had a lot of those moments of hesitation where everyone just kind of looks at each other trying to figure out what to do next. So uh, the Voodoo Ladies won, pretty sure. And, uh, yeah, so they're all going to the main roster. And the Voodoo Ladies are taking the NXT Tag Team titles to SmackDown. So on the main roster, we have uh, multiple sets of women's tag team champions at this moment. Dijek does a promo. Ilya Dragunov's rib cage has been crushed. They will wrestle next week. <laughs> Apollo will taped up, don't worry. Apollo puts over Trick, says, you keep busting your ass, you'll be called up next year. Oh. And then uh, the main event is Indy coming out on crutches. And you know, God bless Indy, but you know what's so amazing about this is 
everything she said was true. But it literally sounded like she was making it all up. It's a, quite a talent to be able to do that. She's literally telling her actual life story, everything that actually happened, most of which we saw. But it's like she's reading a script about somebody else's life. So anyway, she's injured, and uh, she's vacating the women's title. And uh, and then she says, now I just got to figure out how to get out of this ring. Well, here comes old sexy Dexy. And he holds her in his arms, and he carries her to the back. And I will say the crowd went nuts. And this was not a hot crowd this evening. They really liked that happy ending. And then 500 women hit the ring to fight for the NXT Women's Championship, even though it wasn't on the line. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 
That's 800-788-1495. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. (sighs) Don't worry, it's almost over. Hey, was there a Dontaku last night or something? Something like that, I heard. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll talk about that tonight on Observer Radio. That's right. Sorry we didn't get to it today, Jingu. Yeah. Anything else you, you want to get mad about? You know where else we'll talk about it? The Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare, which is going to be, be recorded this week, probably in a couple days, who's Adam Summers recovers from his birthday fun that he's having today. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy birthday. Hey, you know what? It is Give Big Day. It is. You almost ruined it for me by talking about that stupid whale. But if you go to my Twitter at Brian Alvarez, you can still donate. And uh, Whale Scout does a lot of stuff. If you click the link, you can see all of the habitat. There was a golf course here, a golf course, that ended up being purchased by the city. And now, you know how big a golf course is? It's big. There's a front nine and a back nine. That's a big area. And now it's being uh, turned into a city park. Nice. And uh, Whale Scout's leading the charge. And uh, you, know, you know you can't just turn a golf course into a park free? I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, you can. It just offers a lot of, you know. Well, assets. you know, you got to get trees. You got to buy trees. And the get trees. The sand traps you know, the thing about planting a tree is they don't all just live. Some of them die. And you have to plant more trees. And you need mulch and shade and all this other kind of stuff. Shade is very expensive. I don't know if you know that or not. But anyway, you can uh, help the cause by going to uh, my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, and uh, putting a small donation in, and your little donation can go a long way. So check that out. Today's the last day. And uh, that's it, everybody. I'll be back later on tonight with Dave, Wrestling Observer Radio, AW, and NXT, and all the news. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.